At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's up, Rams fans? Welcome back to Ram Showcase. Tonight, Big Wit, does he stay or does he go? Plus, the Rams coaching staff gets a major shakeup. And later, the Rams have a big decision to make at the most important position on the field this offseason. We talk Jared Goff's future in L.A. Next on Ram Showcase. Welcome to Ram Showcase on Sports War Radio. What's up, Rams fans? Welcome back to Ram Showcase right here on Sports War Radio. I am your host, Joe Branham, but you can and should call me Sheriff Joe Bags, and I am laying down the law for you guys tonight. You guys might notice I got a new little setup going on over here. I, retry, I decided that uh, I was going to mix up the sheriff station just a little bit. I hope you guys are liking it. I feel like I'm really far away. <laughs> but uh, if you guys are watching the YouTube version of this, if you guys are just listening to me, then that does not make any sense to you. But I did get a little bit of a shakeup. We're going to be messing with it a little bit, trying to figure out the angles I want to work with here. And I hope you guys, if you guys have suggestions, please drop them. Let me know. The show's ultimately for you guys. So let me know. Let me know what you guys think. I uh, got the, the whole background. I've, I've changed and everything. I got the new desk set up here. So I do feel really far away, though. It is a little weird, but it's uh, it's going to work, especially for the green screen that I got over here. I don't know. It's going to be awesome, though, guys. We are heading into the offseason, the 2021 offseason for your Los Angeles Rams, and it's getting weird. All right, guys, we're already seeing it get a little bit weird. Uh, just with the quarterback conversation, you know, uh, this is not something that I would say entering the 2020 season that was something that we were going to see uh, coming into this offseason. Was it like, hey, who's going to play quarterback? So uh, I was actually, just so you guys know, I was going to move fan quesos to the front end of the show like I did last week. Uh, but I had so many questions about the quarterback position uh, that I decided to, I was like, you know what, all right, I'm going to push those to the end because some of these questions I'm going to answer in my segments, and some of them are really good questions, but it's just, it's going to be one of those where, where some of them might just, they're a little bit better if, uh, if I can kind of cover what I want to talk about and then answer those questions. So uh, feel free to drop your uh, fan quesos, is that, that's uh, what we call them here at Ram Showcase in the Sheriff Station over here. And uh, feel free to drop them, guys, uh, wherever you're listening to me. I usually get notifications. Uh, sometimes I do not, but I most of the time do get notifications. Feel free to mes- message any of the pages, social media uh, we- uh, sites, though, which is uh, at Ram Showcase, at Sheriff Joe Bags. You message me on any of those, and I'll throw you into the fan quesos. I try to get to all of them. I don't like to blow any off. Uh, if I get way too many, and it's just going to take me like two hours to get through, sometimes I got to weed through, but... I tried to get to all of uh, the fan cases. I love that segment. It's one of my favorites. But on uh, this one, we're pushing it back to the uh, to the back end of the the show. So so we'll get into uh, to everything. And some of these things are going to be revisited during the fan cases. Uh, so just so everybody's, I guess, prepared. I don't want you guys to be sitting at home like, well, we already talked about this. So uh, just relax and uh, you know, sit back, open a beer or something, and uh, let's talk some Rams football. So let's first get into some transactions. The very first thing that I want to talk about here is that the Rams not only are having a, a whole quarterback conundrum that we will get into here shortly, uh, but the Rams did add Duck Hodges. Uh, so that's, I mean, it's an interesting move. I think it's a pretty low impact move, ultimately. I had, a, I had a message from one of my Steelers fan friends. I have yet to respond. He texted me like two days ago. I'm the worst responder of all time. By the way, I see things and I am terrible at responding, so I do apologize, but uh, he, he said, hey, congrats on getting Duck. So I think that's a good sign. I don't really know a whole lot about Duck Hodges. I know that he started six games the 2019 season for the Pittsburgh Steelers, did go three and three in those games, played in, I think it was eight total, uh, but started the three. So he was three and three. Uh, I mean, he was doing fine. Uh, I mean, you know, 6.6 yards per attempt. He was sacked 15 times, though. Uh, 68 rushing yards, average of 3.2 on the ground. So, I mean, it's not terrible, but at the same time, I think it's pretty low impact. Also, Jake Jervis 
was signed to a futures contract as well. I believe we got into the rest of those last week of uh, the ones that I knew that the Rams had uh, signed to futures contracts. If I did not, well, that information's readily available. Just open the Rams app or something, <laughs> and uh, you guys have all of that information right at your fingertips, right at your thumb tips. That's usually how people use their phone, unless you're like one of those, which I've caught myself doing sometimes. I'm like, gosh, like I'm slowly turning into my parents. It's like those insurance commercials or whatever. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so that's really all I got for you guys uh, on that uh, on the on the transaction front. But hey, Duck coming in, welcome Duck. Let's win some ball games, bro. Uh, Jake Jervis, we already know a little bit about him. He's been around, so uh, he's a safety. So nothing too too bananas over there in the transaction world. But let's get into some news and notes here. So the, the really the only thing that I have here that I wanted to get into with you guys because we can't I and mean, we can't ignore this. We can't ignore Andrew Whitworth. All right, big wit. Uh, he has told the team that he wants to be back, and it's kind of being said that, you know, yeah, we want you back too, but there's some things that go into it, is basically what's being said. Actually, Les Snead's specific words were, there are many variables. Just to let you guys know, uh, Big Wit is still under contract for two more years, and, or was it just, uh, you know what, I'm not going to look it up right now, but I think it's just the, the I think it's two more years. Uh, he is still under contract, of course, the Rams do save $5.3 million to cut him before the June 1st uh, transition there. And then uh, $7.8 million uh, is what the Rams save to trade Big Wit. I've gotten this question a lot. This is something that we will visit later on in the fan tasos. Is the Rams' offensive line? And, uh, you know, I, I like Wit. I would not uh, be opposed to having Andrew Whitworth back, but I think that this Rams' offensive line has a lot of depth. It's not star-studded by any means, and I don't think there's anybody on this offensive line that's necessarily an elite level. But I do think we have some really strong players along the front. And guys like Joe Noteboom has come in. He play, He's played well. Uh, that first season, I was kind of like, oh, no, did we get another another Jason Smith, Alex Barron, uh, Greg Robinson kind of guy? And I don't think that that's really the case uh, with, with Noteboom. I think he's doing fine. Uh, I, I did want to see him be a little bit better by this point in his career. But, hey, you know what? This is... He's got another offseason. We don't need him to get we don't need him to crush every soul today. We need him to take this offseason and keep improving. Just like we need everybody to keep improving. I, I, I'm I'm big into players can change. Uh they can get worse and they can get better. And I, I think a big part of that is coaching. We'll get into coaching here shortly, but a big part of that is coaching and the Rams have had some really strong coaches on this staff. Uh, over the last, you know, ever since like about 2017, I mean, Sean Mc that the whole Sean McVay era entered, and the Rams got a lot of really strong coaches. We have lost some of them. We'll talk about that here shortly. But uh, ultimately, I, th I think that you can see some of the progression in some of the players. You know what I mean? So, like Robert Woods, I think I, I don't think that Robert Woods was like a hidden Buffalo gem that that he just you know I, I think he he's always been good, uh, but I don't think he was in Buffalo just sitting there like. Like, just they weren't using him right or something like that. I think he got better when he came to L.A. under our coaching staff. Now, and I think a big part of that was Sean McVay. I just think he fit into that scheme a little bit, and he was able to utilize his skill sets and build on them and become a very important part of the Rams' uh, offense. So I, I think players players can change. Players get better. Players get worse. And I mean, if you don't believe people get worse or better, just go back to, like, what you were doing. If, like, if, if you've been at your job for five years— Try to think back to, to what it was like that first year. Maybe ask, maybe ask your manager, hey, how, how much better have I gotten? You know, because it, it, it changes. If you guys want, I keep the Rams Showcase first ever episode, March 15th of 2016. I keep that bad boy published for multiple reasons, because A, it's hilarious. I did such a terrible job <laughs> on that episode. It was awful. I was very like boring and monotone and stuff. But I keep it there just to remind myself, hey, I got better. And I think players can get better, too. That being said, that all ties in to this offensive line. And I think this Rams offensive line has a lot of talent on it. I like guys like, you know, Austin Corbett. I like Austin Blythe a lot. I feel like people have kind of fallen off of the Blythe train a little bit. I also, he's got one of my favorite metal scars last names. So, I, I mean, maybe that plays a little part of it for me personally. Uh, but either way, I think he's a really good football player. Uh, Rob Havenstein is a guy that I think that the Rams could potentially try to move on from, uh, but I think that he still he still returns. I think Bobby Evans, who didn't really play a lot last year, I think he's really good, did not look good against the Green Bay Packers, but players can get better. So I think that this offseason is going to be huge, not only for uh, the quarterback position, 
but also the offensive line and see how that shakeup happens. Is Whitworth going to be back? We don't really know yet, but I'm starting to get the sense that we might see a pretty decent-sized overhaul. We've already seen it with the coaches. We're already losing a bunch of them. I'm thinking that we could see that translate onto the roster as well, and that this Rams team, especially on the offensive side of the ball, could look pretty different next year as far as the roster goes. Uh, The defensive coaching staff is looking a lot different. The offensive roster is what I think is going to look really different uh, for the LA Rams heading into the 2021 season. So it's going to be exciting, though. I'm really excited for this offseason, guys. I hate that our season's over. It hurts my heart that uh, the the Rams season is, is done and we are not able to watch any more Rams football games. There's only one more football game left, but it makes me sad that we're we're done with the Rams now. Uh, but genuinely, I'm excited for the offseason. I always say there is no offseason. There's just a time period where there's no games being played because I think this stuff is it's just as exciting to me as the games. Of course, the games are the best part. But, you know, going into a free agency, not knowing what's going on or, you know, and, and I had this conversation. I can't remember with who uh, one of my Ram fan friends, but you know, it, you don't want to go into the offseason not knowing who your quarterback is going to be next year, but it also makes the offseason way more exciting. So it's it's kind of fun. You know, I like Jared Goff. Everybody knows that. If you've listened to me uh, for the last five years, then then you know I'm a Jared Goff fan. I'm a Jared Goff supporter for sure. But hey, if we move on from him, I hope the next guy just kicks a bunch of butts. You know what I mean? So, I mean, some people, I think, want Goff to fail. I don't want him to fail. I don't want any Rams player to fail. I want them all to do well. I just don't understand the mindset. This has been a big topic, by the way, in like groups and stuff. I'm seeing like people are like, why does Goff have such a cult following? It's not a cult following. It's people supporting our team. And I don't see why that's so weird uh, that we have that we have fans who are willing to support whoever is playing because we want the Rams to do well. I could give a crap less. I could not give a crap less. Who is actually playing? As long as they're playing for the Rams, I want them to do well. I am not an uh, an Aqib Tlaib fan. I'm not an Indomitian Sioux fan. But guess what? 2018 season, let's go Tlaib. Let's go Sioux. I was all about it. So, I, I don't know, guys. It's I, I, I keep saying that. I, I try to put it in a way that makes sense. Maybe I'm not making sense. Maybe that's on me. And maybe I need to try to find a way to to word it, and I'm not trying to tell you guys how to be a fan, that's definitely not my game here, uh, be a fan however you want to be a fan, if you want to like the Rams just to bash everything that they do, hey man, do your thing, um, if, and if you want to uh, support the Rams and the players just like I am, and, and, and no matter what, I guess, like the Rams, so this is what I say is, is the Rams could go 0-16 for the next 10 years, I'm still going to be a fan. That's not the deciding factor of me being a fan is uh, how well they're playing. Uh, I'm a Rams fan through and through, man. I don't know. I've got the tattoo up here. <laughs> the the Rams R logo up here. I got my Sheriff Joe Bags tattoo on this side here. Uh, this is it's in my blood, guys. I don't know. And that's and that's what it is. Is it, it, I hope Jared Goff does well as long as he's the Rams quarterback. The second he's not, though. All right, let's go new guy. If it's Wolford then ow, let's go Wolf, you know? So I don't know. That's uh, that's kind of where I'm at with it. But let's talk about these coaching staff changes. All right. So we've got a lot of shakeup happening uh, and not only in the coaching staff, but also in the front office. So it's going to be really interesting to see over the next few years. This is not something that we'll see uh, entirely in the 2021 season, but over the next few years, over the next you know, five to 10 years, we'll be able to see how big of an impact some of these guys really had on this roster because some of these guys have been around for quite some time. So let's get started. We're going to start with Brandon Staley. Uh, We know he's gone. He was only the Rams defensive coordinator for one year and then is off to be the Chargers head coach. And this is my problem with it, okay? Because I I was on here on this show talking about how I didn't think that Brandon Staley was going to get a head coaching job because he was just too young. He was too a little too green. I don't think he had paid his dues yet. And I still think that that's true. But let's take a look back. We'll, we won't go all the way back to Chicago, but let's just take a look back just to Denver. Just his time in Denver in the, what was it, the 2019 season. Okay, so he only was there for, for a season. He was the outside linebackers coach. Very specific position title. The outside linebackers coach for the Denver Broncos. Do you know who he was coaching? Bradley Chubb and Vaughn Miller. How much coaching did Brandon Staley, like, how much did he do to push those guys to the next level? I'm not sure. I'm not here to bash uh, anybody. I think I loved Brandon Staley as the Rams defense coordinator. I thought he brought a lot of energy. I thought it was awesome. I thought he did an awesome job, but he was coaching those guys. He gets the Rams defense coordinator job. 
amazing. He kills it. Rams, for the first time ever, are first in defense again, uh, in points allowed and yards allowed. First time they've done both of those in a single season. They've been first in each of those individually. First time ever the Rams were first in both in one year. So that's amazing there. But also look at it. I mean, he's got maybe what could be argued as the two best defensive players in the NFL in Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald. So I'm not here to say that I don't think he deserved to be the, the, the Chargers head coach. But I do find it a touch interesting uh, that he's had superstar players and then he gets to go on to the Chargers. But, and to, to kind of negate everything I just said in a weird sense, the Chargers roster is absolutely stacked. I think he's going to do fine. You know, Justin Herbert is obviously, he's doing great. Uh, they've got wide receivers for days. They've got good tight ends. They've got a decent offensive line. Could be a lot better, but I mean, they've got superstars on the defensive side. I think uh, Leonard Floyd and John Johnson, that's my prediction. Uh, I think they both go over to the Chargers, so we'll see, I guess. But that's kind of my prediction right now. But, you know, I think he's going to do fine out there uh, for the Chargers, even though I think in some time you give him some years, I think that's when we start to see who he really is. And we'll see if he's good. I mean, I don't think he's bad, but we'll see really who he is as a as a, as a a head coach and uh, for the Chargers. And, I don't think that the Chargers' problem was ever with head coach. Uh, Anthony Lynn I wasn't necessarily a fan of, but I think that the the Chargers' issues started at Spanos. So, I don't know, whatever you guys want to do with that information, I guess. Brad Holmes, uh, he is gone now as well. He is a front office guy. He was with the Rams since 2003. Uh, He was a scouting assistant in 2003 for the Rams in St. Louis. And then over time... He spent the last seven years, he just kept moving up. He was a scouting assistant and like an area scout, all this stuff. Moved all the way up to director of college scouting, a position that he held for the last seven years for the St. Louis slash LA Rams. He is now the Lions executive vice president and GM. So, dude, Brad, way to go, man. I mean, we talked about this before, but I think that's super cool. I mean, he spent so much time with the Rams and that's uh, that's amazing. You know, and he I, I, he clearly had a very strong career to just keep getting promoted as the seasons went on. And then now he gets to go be a GM. I'm, I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for Brad Holmes out there uh, with the Lions. Uh, so, I mean, uh, we'll see. We'll see uh, what, what he does. His, his first big move is find a new quarterback because Matty uh, Stafford doesn't want to be there anymore. So, hey, could could Jared Goff be uh, brought in by the Detroit Lions? We will see what happens there. Uh, Next up here is Ray Agnew, Director of Pro Personnel from 2017 to 2024, the LA Rams. He is now the Lions Assistant GM. So Brad Holmes taking some guys from the Rams, uh, moving them from LA, from beautiful LA, uh, to uh, Detroit. I'm not going to use a descriptive word on Detroit. Uh, So he did also play for the Rams, Agnew did, from 98 to 2000. So did see a little bit of success as, as a Rams player. So good for Ray. And uh, next up is Joe Barry. He was the assistant head coach and the linebacker coach for the Rams from 2017 to 2020. He is now the Chargers linebacker coach and defensive passing game coordinator, which I think might be a position that the Rams made up. Uh, and now people are getting passing game coordinators. I don't, who was it? Oh, man. Dang it. I know the name. I know who it is. I just, I'm just drawing a huge blank right now on who the Rams passing game coordinator was a few years ago. Oh man, I'm not going to remember it. I'm not going to sit here and just take all the time to think about it too. Uh, so Joe Barry though, Joe Barry, he absolutely crushed it as, as a Rams linebacker coach. We went into this season thinking that the linebacker spot was going to be the weakest position group of the LA Rams. And it wasn't. The defense as a whole was a strength. It was the offensive side that uh, had the issues, but we thought that linebacker was going to be a problem, and it was not. And I think a big part of that is because of Joe Barry. Joe Barry is an incredible coach, and I was honestly expecting him or a guy we'll talk about next to become a defensive coordinator if it wasn't for the Rams to be somewhere else. So it's unfortunate for Joe that uh, that he is now he's not a defensive coordinator. I do think he gets there, maybe, but maybe, hey, maybe linebacker coaches his cap and maybe he just crushes it there. Kind of like Wade Phillips, he knew that defensive coordinator was his cap. He was not a good head coach and he knew that. He'll tell you that. Um, defensive coordinator, though, that's where he that's where he's at. The next player here, or next, next uh, person that I have here is Aubrey Pleasant. 
and this one hurts my my cold little dead heart, uh, that uh, he was a Rams cornerback coach for uh, a couple couple seasons, 2017 to 2020, uh, which uh, again was was a very big bring in of of uh, some pretty sick coaches uh, when McVay showed up to town. Uh, but he's now going to be the DB coach and the uh, passing game coordinator for the Lions, the defensive passing game coordinator for the Detroit Lions. So again, another position that I feel like the Rams made up. Uh, but uh, hey, he's getting hired. And Aubrey Pleasant, uh, there's got to be something with Pleasant. Uh, maybe he doesn't interview well. Maybe there's something. He's he's missing something. The The teams are still not ready to make him a defensive coordinator. I wanted him as the Rams defensive coordinator, and that's unfortunate that it's not happening. But you know what? Uh, Aubrey Pleasant, this is a guy I've talked about so much uh, over the last few years. I think Aubrey Pleasant is an absolutely incredible coach. I don't wish any bad on him at all, but I do mildly hate the Lions for taking him away from us. And then we also know that uh, Raheem Morris is in as the Rams defensive coordinator, so we're still filling out the, the, the roster there as far as the coaching staff goes. We will, of course, keep you guys updated as those come in uh, over time. We'll try to do a little bit more shows. We'll try to do like some random uh, uh, smaller, shorter shows uh, as uh, the offseason goes in, especially for the big news and, and, and big events like uh, the start of free agency, stuff like that. So we'll get a couple more things in for you guys. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, just kind of a restructuring of not only the set, but as well as uh, the show itself of trying to get into some offseason mode here. All right, so that's uh, that's your coaching staff. Let's take a look now. I think we need to talk about Jared Goff. Uh, but first, I think I need to go get some water. I'll be right back. Poof. All right, we are back here. So we know, guys, that this uh, this is going to be a big conversation this offseason. All right, what what in the world is going to happen to the L.A. Rams at the quarterback position? All right, we've got some decisions to make. And uh, Jared Goff, he signed an extension, and now he doesn't look too safe. At the very least, at the very, very least, it's been being reported by ESPN that the Rams will hold, at the very minimum, if the Rams can't move on from Jared Goff, will hold an open competition this summer between Jared Goff and the Wolf, John Wolford, for the Rams starting quarterback position. This tells me so many things. So many things. A, McVay wants Wolf to start. I think that, that it screams that. Especially if you're not saying, we'll hold an open competition, we'll see who's available, we're going to bring somebody in and compete with Jared Goff. No, the conversation is, we're going to have an open quarterback competition with the guys we have today. That's kind of the conversation. But, of course that could change. Of course, if the Rams are able to move on from Jared Goff, then maybe we maybe it's a straight across trade. We've seen Les Snead, the Rams' current GM, trade starting quarterback for starting quarterback. We saw that move with Bradford and Foles a few years back. So it's not unheard of and not out of the question for, for Les Snead to try to pull something like this off. So we do have a couple of questions that we need to answer right now, that we can try to answer right now. First one, do the Rams want Jared Goff back? It looks like a no. It really does look like that answer is no right now. The reason that I say that is the comments from Rams head coach Sean McVay and Rams general manager Les Snead. Snead has the greatest hair in sports, but he also is uh, taking some shots here. And uh, so McVay says, uh, McVay says that uh, Jared Goff is our quarterback right now. Use the words right now. And this was the first one that came out. This was the first quote that kind of popped in, and it definitely caught my attention. Immediately caught my attention. The fact that he said right now, at that point, I said, Jared Goff's not, he's, he's, he's gone. He's as good as gone. And then Les Snead has a press conference. Les Snead says, Jared Goff is our quarterback at the moment. And he even said the date. At this moment, he is our quarterback. No confidence at all from me that Jared Goff will be starting for the LA Rams next season. Let's need also mentioned uh, that uh, with the the Jared Goff contract, that it could be difficult to uh, to make a move 
that moving on from him could be difficult, but it could be done. Less needs words. And now we get this report from ESPN. I didn't see it until I got home from work. That the Rams are ready to hold an open competition if they are unable to trade Jared Goff this offseason. So we'll see what happens. We will see what happens. Rumors are circling that McVay essentially benched Jared Goff also uh, heading into the playoffs. That uh, that game against the Seattle Seahawks. John Wolford started that game. Guess who was fine enough to play and win that game? Jared Goff. That tells me he was essentially benched. That he was good enough to go. Because if you have your franchise quarterback, your guy, if you have your franchise quarterback, and he is good to play in the playoffs on the road against a divisional opponent at all, you play him. In place of a guy who had one career start heading into the into that game, and it was the week before against a terrible, uh, a below average defense and wasn't able to score any offensive touchdowns. That guy started over your franchise quarterback, Jared Goff, who was clearly good enough to play because he not only suited up, but he also went in in the first quarter and won the game. That tells me he was benched. The next question that we have to answer, what will it cost to move on from Jared Goff? Well, if the Rams release him before June 1st, the Rams do have $65.5 million in dead cap for the 2021 season. The Rams save 30, negative $30.9 million to cut Jared Goff if they wanted to do that this offseason before June 1st. If the Rams are able to trade Jared Goff before June 1st, they only eat $22.2 million in dead cap in the 2021 season and do save $12.4 million. The question is, who wants that contract? For a guy that the Rams are basically, they're, they're basically saying, like, uh, okay, we're kind of done. Like, it's The writing's on the wall. I, I don't think there's any surprise here that the, the Rams are ready to move on from Jared Goff. And... Being a Jared Goff supporter, just like many of you guys are, many of you guys are not, and I, I'm sure some of you guys are sitting here like, yeah, we're moving on from Jared Goff. That's cool, whatever. I don't care who it is, as long as the person playing plays well. If that's Jared Goff, if that's John Wolford, if it's Deshaun Watson, if it's Jack Prescott, I don't care. I just want whoever's playing quarterback for the Rams to play well. That's all I want out of this. That's what it costs for us to move on from Jared Goff, but who's going to take that contract knowing that the Rams are trying to move on from him. Sean McVay, this offensive guru, supposed to be a quarterback-friendly system. He wants to move on from him. He wants somebody else. Who takes that? That's the, that's, the, that's the big question here. The other one is, who could replace him? There's rumors of movers. We've got quarterbacks for days. I mean, uh, quarterbacks are turning into a position. Uh, and and uh, I think a big part of it is, because now you're starting in high school where you're actually reading defenses and... And, and learning the position a little bit more and understanding where you need to go with the football and everything. So uh, that's starting in high school where when I, pl- when I played in high school, when I was on the sideline for the high school football team <laughs> that I played on, uh, there, it was a lot of running. It was very rare to even see a pass from, from any team. It was a lot of running. But now guys are starting a little bit younger. There's quarterback camps. Uh, colleges are running pro-style offenses now. People are more prepared. There's more quarterbacks. If you really dig dig into it, really diff, like really hard, you can look look at every team in the NFL and look at like who desperately needs a quarterback. Who cannot win if they enter the season with this guy at quarterback, the guy that's currently on their roster? The answer is usually like four or five teams. For the most part, people got a quarterback that can at least get it done. Not everybody can be a superstar, but. You know, a lot of these guys can get it done. So there's rumors of movers. Deshaun Watson, I don't see a way that this happens. Fingers are crossed, but I don't see a way it happens. Sam Darnold, he looks like he's probably moving on. Uh, the, the Jets are in a really good position to replace him right now. And with the new head coach coming in, uh, that's pretty likely. Matt Stafford, uh, he wants out of Detroit. Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, the 49ers could absolutely move on from him. We'll see how that kind of unfolds. Uh, Matt Ryan could move on. I think he stays... Uh, with the new coach coming in, but uh, that's uh, it's possible that he moves on. Dak Prescott is a free agent, so we'll see what happens there. 
And I have Aaron Rodgers on this list. And I, I have Aaron Rodgers on this list because I want you guys to know, do not think that that's not possible. Okay? It's highly unlikely. And I would be very surprised if Aaron Rodgers became an L.A. Ram for the 2021 season. It's not impossible, though. Aaron Rodgers, I don't think, is thrilled to be in Green Bay. And I'm not sure if... I'm not sure if LaFleur is all about it, where he's like, there's no way we let Aaron Rodgers go, which is what most coaches should say. He's, yeah, he's a little older, but he also had what was maybe his best season of his career this year. He looked sharper than I think I've ever seen him, especially in some games, not necessarily this most recent one where they lost the NFC Championship game, but that's what the Packers do is lose NFC Championship games, so it's hard to judge a guy on that game, Uh, but Looking back at, at the, the Rodgers season, I mean, and Adams had a career year too, but it was it was unreal. But I don't think it's impossible that Aaron Rodgers plays somewhere else. I don't think it's impossible. And that's really all the point is. Unlikely, yes. I would be a little bit surprised, but it's not impossible. It is absolutely something that could happen. And if Aaron Rodgers goes in and says, I want out, what do you do? You get, you have to, you have to oblige. You know what I mean? Like you can't tell, tell him because uh, the league's even becoming more player friendly where players can kind of decide their fate. So if Aaron Rodgers goes in to the offices over, over in Green Bay and says, I want to go play for the Rams, it gets done. That's all that. That's all my point is on Rodgers. Next question that the Rams have to answer is uh, what does the future look like for each side, for the Rams and for Jared Goff? What, is that, what does that future look like? On the Jared Goff side, I kind of feel like we know how that goes. I kind of feel like we know where that goes. I think we've seen the story before. Guy comes in, plays well, gets a huge extension, then stops playing so well, moves on, has a rough year somewhere, becomes a backup, and then fades away. I think that's Jared Goff's future. I think. He could prove me wrong, but I think that's Jared Goff's future. Goff has not been the same since the Chiefs-Rams Monday Night Football Thriller, the 2018 season. The color rush game that was supposed to be played in Mexico ended up being in L.A. It was crazy. 54-51. to Absolutely bananas. I was exhausted after that game. I remember getting home just like, oh, man, <laughs> like that was insane, you know? He hasn't been the same since, though. It seemed like that game, that was it for Jared Goff. Because then it was, the, it was a bye week, and then to Detroit, where the Rams won the division. But he just wasn't the same. He wasn't the same after that. So I don't know why. I can't necessarily tell you why. But my question to you guys is, when was the last time that you watched a Rams game and it looked like Jared Goff was genuinely having a great time? I would argue that it was the 2018 season, Rams-Chiefs. I would argue that that was the last time we watched Jared Goff look like he was just having an absolute blast out there. What does it look like for the Rams? On the Rams side. Do the Rams have a target right now? Do they have a guy that they're wanting to to bring in and sign? Is there a veteran stopgap? Is there a guy like Aaron Rodgers where we say, okay, yeah, Rodge, come on in, and uh, we want you to know we're not trying to push you out. We are going to try to get a young guy in here to learn under you. Take your time. Play as long as you want to. This guy's just going to be here to learn. Maybe that's what it looks like. Either way, though, and I keep going, I'm going to keep going back to Aaron Rodgers. That's my big push. Uh, my big push was going to be Chris Godwin to the Rams, and I, I'm still on that train, uh, but I'm also on the now Rodgers to L.A. train. And I know, I realize, guys, that it's highly unlikely, and it would be insane to happen. I would say that the chances he goes to the Niners is, is more realistic, but I'm on the train now. I'm on the, the, the Aaron Rodgers to L.A. train. So what does that look like for the Rams, though? Do we bring in a, a veteran? Do we, does Is Wolford just the guy next year if we move on from Goff? Is it Wolford and Bortles as our quarterbacks next year? I don't know. But all I know is that uh, I've missed... I've missed this. I've missed having a quarterback... I guess not this. <laughs> I miss having a, having a quarterback 
you go into the offseason and you know he's going to be there next year. Because now we're back to where we were just a couple years ago. Where we're entering the offseason, there's quarterback questions, we have no idea who's going to be behind center when the season kicks off in September. We have no idea. And it's exciting, but you know what? I kind of like when we just uh, when we can be a little bit boring. Just a little bit. All right, let's get into our fan quesos, guys. We're going, uh, we got a little bit of a long show going for you guys, but you know what? It's all good. I'm having a good time. I hope you guys are as well. Let's get into the fan quesos. Uh, this first one comes from Robert. He wants to know, uh, when will we address O-line and whatever happened to Taylor Rapp? Did he bust? Uh, let's see. Okay. When will we address O-line? We're going to continuously address O-line as the seasons go on. I don't think that the Rams necessarily, it's not the biggest need right now. I would argue that the Rams really need to get a number one wide receiver way before they need to worry about the offensive line. The offensive line's doing fine. But with no true number one, running back by committee, I've never necessarily been a fan of. I like to have one power, power guy, like one guy that's just kind of holding it down. And then a guy to come in and spell him for every once in a while. That's what I prefer myself. Um, I don't make those decisions, but I would say that that is, that, uh, in my mind, more important than addressing the offensive line. I think we have, a, I think we have st- a strong offensive line. It's not, I wouldn't call it elite, but I think we have a very strong offensive line. I think there are other position groups that the Rams need to address before attacking that. Wide receiver is one of those now definitely quarterback. Whatever happened to Taylor Rapp? He's just not very good, man. Uh, and I'm not trying to bash Taylor Rapp. Uh, I, I I like him. He's a good kid. Uh, I wanted to see a progression from year one to year two. We did not. So uh, with him being under a rookie contract, I'm sure he'll be back this year. But that's what I want to see. I want to see the jump from year two, which was the 2020 season. I want to see that jump this year. If that jump's not there, uh, he's, uh, he's not going to play. Uh, Jordan Fuller and uh, Terrell Burgess are going to take that from him. Because uh, John Johnson looks like he's not coming back. He's already making comments. I know what I'm worth. And the Rams have zero cap dollars. So um, I'm sure that John Johnson's gone. Taylor Rapp, though. Uh, we've seen two seasons from Taylor Rapp. And right now, I would kind of classify him more in that bust range. Um, but I do think he he brings something to the Rams. And maybe he can contribute as a special teamer or something like that. But right now, um, yeah, I don't think he's um, uh, he's not crushing souls. That's for sure. Next one here is from Sean. Sean wants to know uh, the chances of Jared Goff being on the roster in 2021. I put it about 50-50, honestly. Uh, that's, I realize that feels low, uh, especially considering the contract that we're looking at with Jared Goff right now and that the Rams are going to eat so much money. But at the same time, if the Rams are going to eat money, might as well just do it. Rip off the Band-Aid. Eat the money now. Eat the money today. Start, start Wolford. Have Bortles as your backup. Tell Jared, hey, best of luck, bro. Uh, and, and just eat it this year and kind of reevaluate until, until Sean McVay is 67 years old and we have a first round pick again. Uh, and that, that's kind of, I feel like that's almost what we need to do. Uh, just, okay, eat the money, eat the money. Let's look next year. I, and, and I hate to say that, but I think that that's, that's kind of realistic. So I, I'd put it at a 50, 50, Sean. This next one here comes from Paul boy, green. Let's need uh, Jared Goff comments. He's a Ram for now. What the F does that mean? Also, what's his contract situation? And is it possible for them to get out of it? Anything's possible, uh, Paul. (laughs) Anything is possible in this league. You can wiggle around uh, just about anything. The Rams do eat $65.5 million in dead cap to cut him this offseason. So is that likely? No. Is it possible? Yeah. We're eating a lot of cap. A dead cap this year with Brandon Cooks and Todd Gurley. So yeah, it's possible. What does that mean, though? What are the, what do those comments mean? He's a Ram for now. I would say that that tells us that Jared Goff is not a Ram for long. Next one from Boy Green. I've heard a lot of Aaron Rodgers rumors. Is that something you do? What could that look like? I don't know what it could look like as far as what the Rams would give up for. For Rodgers, uh, I do think it's becoming more and more likely that the Rams move on from Cooper Cup this offseason. I don't think it's ideal. I don't think it's something that I want. <laughs> I know it's not something that I want. Um, I don't. It's not an ideal. Uh, he's a very, very talented player, but he has missed all of the Rams' biggest games. 
you know, the, the 2018 playoff run, he, he had a torn ACL. It was a non-contact injury. This offseason, or uh, this season in Green Bay, we didn't have Cooper Cup. It's just, it hurts, man. Uh, the best ability is availability. And I, I feel like Cooper Cup is, uh, is a better version of Danny Amendola, but he's getting Amendola'd. You know what I mean? So, uh, He's already gotten paid, but the Rams do uh, have the ability to move on from Cooper Cup, and I do think it's something that's possible. So I say that because I think that that's something that could get packaged in uh, to the Green Bay Packers for a guy like Rodgers. Wolford versus Goff. The fact that <laughs> that would even be legitimately a quarterback competition, doesn't that make Rams feel Rams fans feel uneasy? I mean, JG was a number one pick, and Wolford is a rando. Uh, yeah, Wolf is, is a little bit of a rando. Uh, Awu. That's my wolf sound. <laughs> Ow! Uh, so Wolf is a little bit of a rando. Of course, he he was uh, the the leader of the AAF in passing yards and passing touchdowns, Paul. So uh, first of all, watch yourself. And also, yeah, Jared Goff being a number one pick, you want him to do better. Uh, you want him to do a lot better than he did this year, at least. And and you don't want a number one pick to be going into you know the big money years of his contract and not being confident that he's your guy. Yeah, that's rough. But um, yeah, does the comp the that quarterback competition? Yeah, that makes me feel uneasy, man. We got a number one pick against a guy that played in the AAF, and if they're just straight up battling it out, that's that's tough. That is tough, very tough. But hey, man, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. And uh, if the Rams need to eat a little bit of money so that so that Sean McVay can get a guy that at quarterback that he drafted, not Jeff Fisher, if we just need to eat a season for that to happen. I'm kind of excited to see where that goes. This next one here comes from MJ. If Watson goes to the Dolphins, do you think Tua could replace Goff? That's a very interesting question, and I had not considered that, uh, of like potentially doing like a three-way trade with with uh, the Texans and the Dolphins or something like that. But Goff is not going to go to the Texans. They can't afford him. Uh, Tua, I would not hate Tua coming to the Rams at all. I think... Tua is a pretty decent quarterback, but at the same time, you've got Dolphins players that are like, he's okay, I guess. Like, <laughs> you don't want that. You don't want that coming out of your locker room that you're your first round pick quarterback that your your players are like, he's all right. <laughs> like, you want him to be like, dude, he's awesome. He's so good in the meeting rooms, and you know he's on top of it. He prepares like no one else. Instead, they're like, yeah, he's okay. That's tough, man. So I don't know. Um, could he replace him? Yeah, a lot of people could replace Goff right now. I'm a Goff supporter. I can't keep saying that enough because I feel like I'm bashing him. I am, but it's uh, I, I still support him. And if he's the starter, I hope he plays really, really well. Uh, but either way, I think uh, I think there's a lot of guys that could come in right now and um, and do a fine job uh, and, and, and at least do what Goff has done. I think that that's totally realistic. Next one here from MJ. If we go to a 4-3 like I've been seeing, not sure where you're seeing that, by the way. I was actually going to, I was, I forgot I was going to comment and ask, well, where did you see that? Because it's my understanding that uh, the Rams defensive scheme is going to stay the same, uh, except for Raheem Morris is able to interject some of his own wrinkles to the defense. And that's literally the words that are being used, that he can add his own wrinkles in, uh, but that the Rams are going to stay to a 3-4. So, uh I mean, the Rams do kind of line up, and sometimes there's four down linemen, but the Rams do run a 3-4. A, a so I'm not sure where you're seeing the 4-3 uh, talk come from, but I'll answer your question here. Uh, so I don't mean to get super off track. So if we go to 4-3 like I've been seeing, who's our middle linebacker? That would be Micah Kaiser. Uh, could slash should we look outside of the organization for free agent or trade? I don't think we have any reason to. I think Micah Kaiser's done a fine job. Uh, may, maybe... Maybe the, uh, I don't want to say memory, I don't want to like take a shot at you, MJ, that's, that's definitely not the intention here, you're a very smart fan, uh, you definitely pay pay very close attention, you understand what's going on here, so uh, I, I think uh, may, maybe, because I've done this too, I've, I've, I've fallen, fallen to this where a guy gets hurt and maybe he's, just, he's missing some games and then you kind of forget him. Maybe that's what happened, dude. I don't know, uh, but I think I think he's doing fine. I think uh, he's gotten better as the season went on, and it's unfortunate that Joe Barry, our linebacker coach, is now gone. Uh, and uh, so that that's a bummer. But at the same time, uh, the Rams really did lose our three best defensive coaches, and that really hurts my heart. But either way, um, do we need to look outside? I mean, maybe, but it depends on really who's available. And I I think that currently, from what I can see, uh, I mean, we, we don't know every free agent that's going to be available right now. There's going to be surprise cuts and everything. 
but right now I would say no that uh, Micah Kaiser is uh he's the guy that I think uh that could handle that that position and, and green dot it and stuff like that and make 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 the calls. I think that he's absolutely got the talent to do that. This next one here comes from Jason. I was hoping that we would not sign Goff long term. Instead, uh bringing in a younger guy that McVeigh uh could mold. Uh that way we could use the that big money on other players. Do you think that this is even possible at this point? Not with the cap situation that we're looking at right now with Jared Goff's contract. It's not possible to make any big moves uh for different guys. We're we're like over the cap right now. <laughs> like we're going to have to make moves to even let for them to let us play. <laughs> so, uh do you think Wolford can be that guy or am I dreaming? I know Goff can be the man when he has time in the pocket, but he he is now high dollar and high turnover. Yes, he's very high turnover, but also high dollar. Um can Wolford be the guy, or are you dreaming? I would I would just guess, and I'm not, I don't actually know the answer to this because I can't see into the future. If I did, I'd have a lot more money on my FanDuel account <laughs> than I do right now. But uh, it, can Wolford be the guy? Unlikely, but possible. I don't see it myself. I don't see Wolford as being a franchise quarterback. I love him as the Rams backup. I like him at that position. I don't see it of him being the starter and crushing it and being a Super Bowl winner and be running for the MVP, anything like that. I just don't see it. And if anybody has anything that I could look at that would maybe refute that, please show me. But, what I look at is his first career start. I know it's his first career start, and it's a very small sample size, but that's literally all we have right now. Against the Arizona Cardinals, entered the game with the 18th-ranked defense, not a very good pass defense, wasn't able to score a touchdown. Wasn't able to put the offense in position to score a touchdown. We didn't get a rushing touchdown in that game. So, I don't know, guys. It's uh, I don't I don't see it in Wolford. I support, support the Wolf. As long as he's a Rams, a Rams quarterback, I support the Wolf. Uh, if he's the starter next year, then I hope that I'm absolutely wrong and that he comes in and absolutely just destroys it. I just don't see it myself. That's all. Uh, but yeah, we're, it's not really possible for the Rams to to bring in any high dollar free agents or anything this year. It's gonna be is we're gonna. I I really feel like we're gonna see a, a 2021 season that may not be ideal for the Rams. But sometimes you need to do that to kind of reboot just a little bit of your your roster. And I think that's what we've been doing, and I think that we were kind of already under the understanding we were going to do that with the moves of Brandon Cooks and Todd Gurley. I think that, I mean, obviously we ate a lot of money this season for those guys, and I don't think that that's necessarily over. And I think that guys who have been important pieces of this Rams team, Cooper Cup, Jared Goff, John Johnson, Morgan Fox, uh, these guys could very well be on their way to a different team. Absolutely. And last question here comes from Cody. What's up, Cody? Uh, any, oh, I lost it. Any chance we bring back John Johnson? I think it's extremely unlikely. It's to the point where I would almost be surprised if John Johnson comes back. Um, he's said that he knows what he's worth. I truly, uh, with the with the Derwin James in injury issues, I guess, uh, for the Chargers, I think that John Johnson replaces Derwin James for the Chargers. Derwin James, I think, goes somewhere else. Um, I think Leonard Floyd also goes to the Chargers, but I don't see any way that the Rams can afford him, especially, and it's not just John Johnson. It's not just him. It's the fact that Jordan Fuller and Terrell Burgess came in as rookies this year and played awesome at safety. I mean, Jordan Fuller was named the Rams Rookie of the Year to, according to the players. The players voted him Rookie of the Year for the Rams. And then you have uh, Terrell Burgess, who, in fairness, he did get hurt this year, but when he was on the field, he was playing great. Taylor Rapp, who I think is a strong rotational safety and more of that Mark Barron-ish role uh, is where I kind of like to see him, but he's not very good in zone coverage, and he's a safety, so that's a very big red flag. Uh, but I think John Johnson, because of those other guys that the Rams have and the dollar amount that John Johnson's going to draw, I just don't see him coming back. I just don't think it's really possible. Uh, there's a lot of guys like that. that. You know, Leonard Floyd, I don't think it's possible. But with guys like um, 
uh, I'm trying to think of like I mean Abukam obviously is a guy on that uh, that that can get it done. Uh, Terrell that Terrell Lewis uh, the rookie. I think he's he's a solid candidate to come in and 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 kind of take that over too. I don't know, man. It's a there's a lot of guys. I think the Rams look different next year. I don't know if it's for the better or for the worse. We will see. Um, but either way, I think that this Rams roster gets a uh, gets a shakeup, and I think we uh, I think we handle the cap situation a little bit better in the next few years. I think we we offer lower contracts. I think we try to bring in guys that more schematic fits than necessarily explosion guys uh, that are going to draw high dollar. I think I just think that's what we'll, that's what we see in the next few years. All right, guys, uh, that is going to do it for me. Thank you guys so much for dropping those pancakes. I really do love those. Uh, I, I usually take too much time on them, but I don't care. Uh, you guys can skip ahead. It's pre-recorded. It's not live, so you can, you can always skip ahead. Uh, but yeah, that's going to do it for me. Uh, make sure you guys follow the Ram Showcase on all your favorite social media. That will be at Ram Showcase on Instagram and Twitter. Facebook.com slash Ram Showcase. You can follow myself as well at Sheriff Joe Bags on Instagram and Twitter. Facebook.com slash Sheriff Joe Bags. Uh, please let me know, guys, if you guys have any suggestions. Maybe some new new equipment that I need to put up somewhere. I've got pictures of my niece and stuff. Maybe may, maybe I need more pictures of my niece. Maybe, maybe that's what the people want. I got my Sheriff Joe Bag stuff out here. Um, yeah, let me know, guys, if you guys have any sweet suggestions or some, some things I should... I, I also I do have other stuff on the other walls that maybe I can move around. Let me know, guys. Let me, am I too far away? I feel like so far from you guys right now. Um, I want... <laughs> Bring it in, guys. Bring it in. Uh, but either way, let me know, let me know, guys. Let me know how you how you're digging the new vibe. I love it myself. Um, so, I mean, what can you do? What can you do? Uh, my my video did stop, so I do apologize about that. You guys are just now gonna see Rams players. I'm just gonna put on some some Rams players pictures and stuff. Went a little long on my video. It stopped. Uh, I guess I ran out of memory on that card. So, oh well. But that is gonna do it for me. I am Sheriff Joe Bags. This has been Ram Showcase on Sports World Radio. For those of you who aren't Rams fans, our thoughts and prayers are with you. For those of you that are Rams fans, thank you guys so much for listening, and you guys have a great night. Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.